Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, bringing help and encouragement to those dealing with real-life issues. To learn more, visit ConqueringSeedsOfDestruction.com. Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, and my name is Maureen Y. Smith. Now today, I am going to cover the life application section of the Seed of Jealousy. So let's go ahead and get started. Now, as you look at the lives of Joseph and his siblings, you were able to see the seed and roots of jealousy displayed as shown in the brothers' feelings toward Joseph. It was this type of jealousy that tore a family apart and will always lead to destruction unless handled immediately or until God steps in. As you look at their lives, there are many similarities in today's society of people feeling these types of feelings toward others. The culture today has been programmed throughout the airwaves to expect more even at the cost of relationships. The competition may be with spouses, siblings, friends, co-workers, and even pastors and churches. It's one thing to strive for better. It's a whole nother thing to strive at the expense or destruction of another human being. It is not that it is bad to want to do more or to be better in your life. The issue is when you are pursuing those goals and you try to harm or hurt someone along the way in getting those things. Also, you can't get too consumed in feeling that you have a lack of something and you lose your focus on what you really need to be doing, especially for God. You must ask yourself these questions. Why are you not content where you currently are in your life? What makes you feel this uneasiness about yourself and that everyone is progressing but you? What keeps you from celebrating other people's successes, even when you don't feel that you are at the level that you would like to be on? It becomes necessary to find a way to address these questions so that you can uncover what causes this seed of jealousy to grow and develop root in your life. God wants you to be content with where he has you in your life. Now, Philippians chapter 4, verse 11 says, Not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. And again, that's Philippians chapter 4, verse 11. In order to do that, you have to be able to keep looking at the person in the mirror and ask God to guide you by listening to his voice through the Holy Spirit. The more you keep spending time with God and seeking him for the answers that you need, he will speak to you and help you to stay on the path that you need to be on. Also, you have to have the faith and trust and belief in him that he will do what he says that he is going to do it really does become necessary to embrace Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 through 6, which says, 
Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. When you are trusting God completely to direct your path and you try not to form your own understanding on what you should do, you will find that you are exactly where you need to be and where he needs you to be. The reward may not seem like it is coming fast enough, but do know that he is preparing you so that you are able to handle all of the things that he has for you and that things will be peaceful when you receive them. Now, if you decide to take your eyes off of you and off of God especially, and you start looking at all the things that others have, you will become distracted and start to feel that sense of lack in your life. Once you give the enemy that open crack to enter into your mind, he immediately takes it and starts to build upon the feelings that you are starting to create and form in your mind. If you continue to keep looking at others, you will always feel that your life is not going right or that God has forgotten about you, or that you won't ever get to where you want to get to. Once you give into the enemy's narrative, he will take you down a dark path of destruction that may consist of you and possibly other people as well. You must turn off his voice. Now, on another note, whether you seek financial, emotional, social, mental, and maybe even physical gain, there has to be a foundation within that causes its success to develop. If your foundation is rooted solely upon yourself as the basis for guidance, then you will miss the mark. If your foundation is rooted on God to guide you through the Holy Spirit, then of course you will reach the mark. Having your own agenda without spiritual guidance only leads to temporary success. Without being led by God to make timely, structured moves, you could develop anxiety or peer pressure or maybe even insecurities within. There are many things in the world that may tempt you to get you off your path. As people are trying to reach the American dream, it can cause you to feel jealous of others, especially if the things that you want are not materializing or maybe even coming to pass. Unfortunately, instead of waiting, you may want to start to take matters into your own hands to get the things that you want or to make things happen, even if it is at an aggressive state. So let me just go ahead and give you some examples. Now we have all seen children and youth fight and even get killed because they wanted another person's article of clothing or maybe even shoes, or they wanted to be with a person that someone else was with, or maybe they even wanted to be a part of a team and was rejected. We have also seen adults get severely injured or even killed because of one person entering into a new relationship and their previous mate, the ex, has gotten jealous of them due to them moving on to another relationship. The previous mate's pain causes them to lash out with their former mate 
and possibly their ex's companion. The leader of a company or church or maybe even an organization feels the need to expand their building for the hopes of future growing coming into the area. Because other places have shown growth, the leader creates financial debt trying to keep up with others' levels of success based on their leader's own personal agenda. Unfortunately, because there was a lack of vision or guidance or even growth in the past, this new level of debt causes more financial burdens to the already struggling facility. Now, as you can see, it is these types of examples that should cause a person to question their true motives behind their feelings and agendas. Making a bad judgment towards another individual will eventually lead to someone making a similar judgment on you. It's at this time that you have to let go of these feelings and trust God by having the faith that he has you covered. You may not have things exactly the way you want them, but you have to believe that God knows exactly what you need and when you need it. I know it can be hard to wait for things to move in your life and also just to wait on God. I really do. It is during this time that you really do need to stay in prayer though and continue to do the things that God wants you to do. If you lose your focus, don't spend too much time staying off of it. Readjust, clear your mind, and restart the process over again. The more time you spend trying to understand why someone else may be having prosperity reduces your time of getting what God has for you. Also, having issues with others over material things or other people or Positions in different organizations or groups can cause you to focus on yourself too much instead of God. God wants to bless you abundantly, but not if it causes you to have a strain in your relationships or the people that you associate with. Remember, God wants you to have love for one another and not tension or a hostility with each other. Please make sure that your motives and actions are sincere and genuine and not coming from a, a selfish nature. Celebrate other people's successes, even if they don't celebrate your successes. You have to learn how to rise above the occasion, regardless if they do or not. If you continue to work hard and put effort into the things that you are trying to achieve, you will get what you are working towards. You get what you put in. Also, as you know, you reap what you sow. Remember, you may think that you can sow evil things and that it won't come back on you, even if you think it is small in nature. Just because it may not have hurt you doesn't mean that your actions didn't hurt someone else. Be aware of the things that you say and do to a person and try your best to make sure that your actions and words are pleasing to God. Even on social media outlets, please, please make sure that you are consciously aware of how your words affect people. Because you have many of those friends on Facebook that support you, 
you feel maybe that you have the right to say what you want to say. Now, granted, on social media, you do have that right. However, in the eyes of God, you will be held accountable for the words that you say. Please don't allow your views, your narratives, and your opinions to only look at things in one way or on one side. Be guided by God to guide your social posts and more importantly, be willing to change a generation. Learn how to understand the other side and not just what you may think or hear, especially if you're hearing it on the news or in the media. If you only talk to people that agree with you on most things, then you are not learning or growing or connecting with all people. And let me reemphasize that. You are not learning, growing, or connecting with all people. I have always said that there are three sides to every story. It's my side, it's your side, and it's the truth that somewhere exists in all of that. Now, the truth rests with God and his word is the absolute truth which does not allow us to pick and choose the scriptures. Unfortunately, even as children of God, there are times that Christians pick and choose what they want to believe. Now, in closing, I want to leave you with this one question. And it's a question actually that you've heard of. The next time you are dealing with someone or certain issues, Ask yourself this question, what would Jesus do? What would Jesus do in the situation? What would Jesus do in the issues? How would Jesus even respond to it? And I see I'm out of time. So please come back and see how things unfold and what God will do in our lives as we are conquering the seeds of destruction. Take care and stay safe, everyone. Bye-bye. Public author and speaker Maureen Y. Smith brings help and encouragement to deal with real life issues, giving you permission to live the life of abundance that God wants you to live, allowing peace, joy, and freedom to reign in your life. To book Maureen at your next event or small group, email destruction at gmail.com. And to follow Maureen along in this journey, purchase your discounted copy of Conquering the Seeds of Destruction book and workbook at destruction.com. That's destruction.com.